everybody. Welcome to the Video Chat Podcast. My name is Una and I am joined as ever by my friend Lauren. Hello. Um, today we are, well, we're just finally getting to really, you know, divulge uh, and indulge in the wonder, a passion project of ours really <laughs> from out for a long time, Mr. Dean. Leon Byers is going to be the focus <laughs> of this episode. He's getting a whole episode, Lauren, like he doesn't know this is a bit is uh... born. Um, so we're going to review, reminisce on and reconnect with some of Dean Barr's classic videos. Um, we hope he hears this. I hope he knows this is like this is like a lovely dedication, uh, a memoriam of sorts. Um, you know, if, if we were ever to not have Dan in our lives, we know yes. this is somewhere that people can come and indulge in some Dan. So um, I am going to be focusing on um, Dan Barr's fabulous single with Victoria Beckham and the True Steppers. You're out of your mind. And Lauren, what are you going to go on? I shall be talking about their number one hit, Freak Me. At the end, well, it wasn't just staying, it was another level that he was a part of, they released. Lovely, fantastic. So, um, I suppose for me, my song came out, um, Out of Your Mind came out in 2000 and... 2000. So the song is coming 21 now in the summer. Um, so yeah, it feels a little bit weird that that song's 21, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. here we are. We would have been 13 at the time, I believe, yeah. Lauren. Um, so very much, you know, formative year, a big year. You're a teenager finally. And this is the influence that you're having. So, you know, watch out. Um, so Dan himself is 41 years of age. And as Lauren said there, he was in the band Another Level. Um, that was from, 2000, or no, from 1997 to 2000. Um, he was with the band. So um, they have numerous hits or whatever. I think we had seven um, top 10 hits um, within those three years. Uh, and then he went on to do some writing and producing and then did this song with Victoria. Now, Lauren, you might not know this. The Untrained Eye, Dan is actually mixed race. Did not know that, no. So, I mean, a bit like Mariah Carey, I would not have known had had she not mm-hmm. informed us. So he, his mommy's from, his mommy, his mommy's <laughs> from England and his daddy is uh, Cuban-Jamaican. Oh, wow. Did it's not so exotic. Um, so, yeah, so that's dad. He did a wee stint at the Brit School, which has produced the likes mm-hmm. of Adele and Amy Winehouse and Dean Bars. Um, so, <laughs> Up you know, there with the greats. Yeah, so, you know producing you know talent after talent um so also another level supported janet jackson on her velvet rope tour i saw that that's a pretty big day Mm -hmm. impressive so you know if if you get the call from janet you'd be like we are in there like we are we're the new like backstreet boys probably Mm -hmm. um so that was great and i um, so obviously, whenever another level uh, split or finished up, whatever they were doing, um, he had two big tracks, big guards tracks. One was Out of Your Mind and the other one was Buggin. So <laughs> we love Buggin because we love we how do. throughout the song um, Out of Your Mind, he just shouts Buggin. 
like yeah. in his and only the only way that the bars can do it and this is why like I'd be very keen to get a very personalized <laughs> like bug in um for this podcast at some stage but we'll we'll talk about that at some point for now all I've got is this one for you fabulous <laughs> it just never gets old um it reminds me Lauren of, of our um very fun car journey back oh, from yes. Donegal for my oh. 26th birthday and we were just high on life and uh <laughs> this song gave us so much enjoyment while our friend slowly died in the backseat <laughs> just one of those occasions where you're you're so hungover you don't even know if you're maybe actually sober yet at all yeah but yet there we were but definitely the safe to drive safe to drive safe but to drive. Uh, Definitely in a sort of half delirious state as well. Yeah, I, I think it's it. because we were we were hungover, but we weren't like on the spectrum where we were like needing a priest to be contacted. We were just like, <laughs> like, oh my god, I well, survived! Love. Or uh, shall repeat the this on the podcast. Definitely, maybe need a priest in the back of that car yeah. at times. But uh, all she had was us <laughs> blasting the birds. What a long journey <laughs> to have to listen to that and. Um, there's probably other hits as well. I can't, but I just remember oh, that was, was a big There was definitely other hits, and the only one coming to my mind right now is the "Land Before Time." Oh my, my god! <laughs> Why you? That, that was like that was like her requiem song. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll all oh. be over soon. <laughs> so, um, so that was grand. Now, something else I really enjoyed was that in early 2010, Dame Bars played a DJ set at Mantra in Castlebar, uh, County Mayo, and it was billed as one of his most successful live events. Okay. Now, that's so random. Um, in so 2010? Random. Yeah, and in okay. County Mayo. Yeah. So I'm thinking well, that, you know, once uh, we're out of the Ponderosa or the Ponder Replay, <laughs> we should go to Mantra in, in Castle Bar because, I mean, if they're attracting the likes of the bars, I yeah. want to know about it. Yep. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's grand. Then he went on, he did a wee, bit, a wee stint in the big reunion. And he also, in 2004, wrote and starred in a TV sitcom called right? Bow to the Buyers. I'm never so heard of sad this. that this never came to our screens. So it was a satirical <laughs> look at the music industry, casting buyers as an egotistical, vain version of himself. I wonder if that was a stretch. Yeah, I was about to say. How um, detached from reality could it be? be fair? I know, I know. I don't know. I've just been like, if you went on YouTube, you might find that. I just didn't have the time to properly investigate it, but I, I don't think it'll be there. But I'll still check. Um, so also starred Lee Latchford Evans from Step, from Steps and... Nathan Moore from Brother Beyond, whoever the hell they are, but it never mm-hmm. made it to mainstream TV. So maybe it made it somewhere on the internet. Um, definitely worth a nosy. To be discovered. Um, to be discovered. Um, so he also came as a runner-up um, on Celebrity Big Brother in 2010 um, to Alex Reid, who won. So they are both, they've both been with Katie yeah. Price, obviously, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I wonder, did they compare notes? Uh, oh. I would say that they got onto that subject probably by day three because there's still all else to do. Now it wasn't aired, but I mean, surely they couldn't have resisted that because I know she was she was locked in quite a mm-hmm. uh, quite an acrimonious divorce. Um, yeah, with with Alex Reid, and she has said in many interviews that um, Dane was like the love of her life. So I don't know. Um, they weren't even together that long, were they? No, way, way back. Look back during the Out of Your Mind, actually, that was, I think, that spelt the beginning of the end. I think she felt a bit jealous mm-hmm. and um, he was sort of like, from, from what I've read, so, you know, 
this is all just alleged, I think the jealousy and then she would like threaten to do like a full topless calendar and he was like, right, well, if you do that, then it's over. So she was like, frig it, I'm doing it anyway. And then oh, well. he stuck to his word. But I love the way that's the way a couple of that status pisses each other off. Like, it's not like, you know, oh, I'm not making the dinner. It's like, well, I'm going to go and do my calendar. <laughs> frig you. Um, <clears throat> good good honour. You know, if you want to do a calendar, <laughs> boy, do a calendar. Yeah, tell you, tell you what to do you, baby? So um, in June 2012, he was involved in some some dodgy dealings. He was in wee fights, he was, um, and he ended up going to court. He was convicted and he had to do some community service. Okay. But then a year later, he was arrested and charged with two counts of assault for um, beating up somebody at Butler's, Butlin's Bogner Regis. Now, it's no puff okay. daddy in a club with a knife. Do you know what I mean? It's like shit Cluedo. Um, oh, but yeah, so... Dean Bars in Butlins with his fist. Did not um, know he was up to these shenanigans. I know, oh dear, Dean. I know, I know, I know. So anyway, the charges were reduced or whatever, and he was given a conditional discharge, which is mm-hmm. practically nothing. Um, his album that he never got released was called Face in the Crowd, and that had um, songs on it like Shut Up and Forget About It, which apparently is about Jordan. Um, like there's a line in it that says, you ain't getting none of this no more, which is a bit like the male equivalent of when Gemma Collins told Arge, you ain't never going to get this candy, um, which was a lie because he actually did many times over. And was I think that... he's getting them in the eye. Was that song released? That definitely rings Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. But the album wasn't. No, the album wasn't, no, okay. but the song was. I remember okay. it was like the, the video for that, again, was very much like a cookie cutter, I think, in my mind, of the other things, um, the other videos that he's done. So, I mean, even the track listing for that album. Now, he did get Wyclef Jean to produce one of his songs. So oh, well. That's a pretty big coup. Yeah. Um, but you can Me tell and you do stuff. love a bit Wyclef as well. We love him. <laughs> um, so some of the songs, Shop, Forget About It, Another Lover, She's Getting It Somewhere Else, She's Lying. Oh, well. You know, there's a definite theme here. A vendetta going on there. Mm-hmm. Hell hath no fury like a day in bar scorned. <laughs> um, he will write an album. He's like the male Taylor Swift, it oh. seems. Um, we all know (laughs) will I ever need to love again (laughs) like he's heartbroken poor guy the dramatics of it all I know (laughs) so I'll get on to the actual video itself so go and have a wee look at the video for Out of Your Mind um, for a bit of entertainment beforehand Um, so whenever we get to the actual video itself then so it opens up and Victoria Beckham appears to be like what, all I can do is like the Grand Canyon. She's found herself at the Grand Canyon and she's kind of looking out, traversing over the horizon, you know, like what's out there. Very Matrix style, you know, um, the Matrix came out in 1999. So you can definitely mm-hmm. see the influence of that film uh, in this video. She's wearing kind of like a cutout ensemble, very suggestively showing off the erogenous zones. So, you know, she's apparently, I read as well that Dean said that she loved how edgy the clothes were for this video as well. Um, then there's like some 40 year olds who I'm assuming are the true steppers. Um, now, I don't mean to slag 40-year-olds off. They could be a lot older, actually. That sounds like whenever somebody says, oh, they were so old, they were like 40. I'm like, 40 is not old, mm-hmm. especially for us when we're only six years away from that age. Anyway, moving on quickly. Um, they're like looking at Victoria and some really shit PCs. Now, the CGI in this video is really working overtime. I would say the budget was maybe two grand. 
by today's standards, <laughs> um, probably a lot more at the time. Um, so like I said, they were doing all this stuff with the computers and all, but I thought to myself, they've stolen that from Minority Report because remember that way that film was? And I, don't, I don't think I've seen like, it. Oh, it's so good. If you like a sci-fi kind of weird thriller thing, okay. it's, I did enjoy that. It's funny that I enjoyed that, but the fifth element that we came up in conversation in the last episode, I would rather watch paint dry. But anyway, <laughs> um, but apparently, oh, not apparently, Minority Report came out in uh, 2002 so actually this video was like a minority time. report mm-hmm. so it cuts to her doing some like dance sequences and then she's running down an alleyway like trying to be incognito and even if you see the wee runs of her like it's like it's funny the way she runs um Dean in the meantime is in a car very reminiscent of Nick Carter and the Backstreet Boys like he's <laughs> in an underground car or like a tunnel like the channel tunnel maybe so I would imagine that Backstreet Boys are probably like idols of Dean's I can only surmise <laughs> coming from a boy band you know that you would look at them and think mm. yeah that's that's the level I I would be shooting yeah. for this car is again, you know, has a mind of its own, but like Knight Rider, he's able to watch Victoria on like a screen and then I know where the gear stick just kind of takes over. And Dan's like, what the frig is going on here? You would shit yourself if your car just started doing it or something. But <laughs> oh God, the um, AI. <laughs> yeah, over. Like, oh my God, the robots are coming for us. Um, so again, I, I don't know, was what year was the call out, Lauren? This is the thing I forgot to oh. check. God, was it 99? Wait and see, I'm totally wrong. One wee second. I will double check. Because I, I, I wonder, because um, I feel like that scene was stolen. Stolen from um, the BSB. Oh, they, they filmed it in 2000, that's right. Okay, so, yeah, I'd say, well, let's just say for argument's sake, yeah, they took inspiration from that. Um, and then Victoria, she's doing her dance with the dancers, some really iconic moves. You know, like, I mean, obviously people can't see this, but it's like, this move... <laughs> like kind of shuffling forward like doing like a very fast wax on wax off um that you would have definitely emulated at the under 18 mm-hmm. disco as oh, well sure. um then all of a sudden she's kind of like in a stand-up tanning booth it looks like and she's wearing like a blue pvc outfit that i would have thought in a tanning booth like that fabric would absolutely mm-hmm. catch on fire so or, like, yeah melt into your skin or it wouldn't uh-huh. be good so, very risky and I'd be like putting metal in a microwave so don't try it at home like it won't end well for you um the tan so lines the well, yeah, tan lines would be shocking <laughs> I don't she wouldn't she would not take kindly to you know uh, bad tan lines anyway so these guys are still working away at the shit PCs you know giving it the minority report treatment or actually maybe minority report was giving it the Dan Bars treatment in the movie mm-hmm. um so um Dan then he's given like a very UK urban vibes he's got like a parka on which is very in at the time parkas would I don't know kind of associate with the kind of Britpop movement the likes of like yeah. Oasis mm-hmm. you know but he's he has um hijacked this look it's more of a shiny look I would say he's got shades he's got a chain on um so next thing you know then he's he's in the dancing and he's wearing like a three-piece like white mac style seat belted waistcoat of sorts i don't know it's hard to decipher it's not a great look i think it's fair to say mm. um meanwhile victoria she's been like accosted in between like these two buildings so she's back down the alleyway and uh, these men are attacking her which is very much a very far-fetched um concept because she you could break her in half like and i say that <laughs> 
pure jealousy yeah. like because you know there's <laughs> nothing to her um and these guys I think they might have been the true steppers maybe um that are beating her up but she she gets the better of them naturally as I was expecting um so then they're like performing Dane and Victoria are performing like this body scanner camera thing um you know and she's all like giving her that wee that wee pointy finger you know like giving it abuse <laughs> like get out of my face um so the dance moves as well I think are quite iconic they're kind of like a kung fu you know I thought oh is this a bit Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but that film didn't come out to the year after this song. Mm. So again, another film directly inspired by Victoria Beckham and Dean Bars. <laughs> and then also big time. And then The Matrix as well. Um, it came out in 1999, so very clear, you know, dodging the lasers and the bullets and stuff. So, I mean, you can see how this was a big departure from her look in the Spice Girls um, mm-hmm. this would have been really really edgy for her um, there was a big chart battle as well uh, with this song against um, DJ Spiller and Sophie Ellis Baxter um, it was Groove Jet what was the song called? Uh, it was oh called God. Groove Jet was it? I think it was Something um, like that. I've, I've got it I've got it here but you know she didn't get her number one in the end you know and she never did the rest of the Spice Girls all had at least one number one so I kind of feel sad for her but not too sad because she's still Victoria Beckham and she did well Mm -hmm. in the end yeah um her other song was it not such an innocent girl it got beaten Mm -hmm. to number one as well by Kylie Minogue can't get you out of my head the following year so she just can't get a break dear lover like um I do feel sorry for her in a lot of respects um in terms of the song itself if we just go and look at some kind of fun facts about the song itself um so it never got to number one um Dane said that she was desperate to be number one because at that stage three of the Spice Girls had already achieved it and there was a big rivalry um between the mm-hmm. members um so yeah Groove Jet was the name of the song If This Ain't Love that's it um so Dane said like I mean they, they had this battle going on the um like it was billed in the press you know like a big deal and it's so weird to think like you know, that that was something, you remember at the end of the news, sometimes there would be music stuff that would be mm-hmm. on the news. This probably would have been on a news item yeah. at some point, you know, definitely would have. Like, I feel like I could imagine that very easily from the kind of stuff that would have been reported. Um, I think then, like, Sophie Ellis Baxter was kind of like, you know, trying to take the piss a wee bit, you know, and say like, well, you know, she's bringing David to these appearances, you know, to try to drum up a yeah. bit of a bit of buzz and she's like it's like dragging your boyfriend to the shops which was a bit of a burn um <laughs> but also probably very true yeah um so like in this this article that I read it said it, it was humiliating for Victoria who dragged out husband David uh then a title winning player for Man United to help promote the single and believe number one was a certainty so that's that's shit for oh the, dear me lover um Dane thought that having her on the song as well was gonna was like an absolute dream. Now, hmm. Buggin', the song Buggin' that came out before that we love, um, that was all about a man being bugged by a woman. But he mm-hmm. wanted this song to be like the flip of that. So he's yeah. all for women's rights in some ways. Like, he was <laughs> like, you know, what if like the woman was getting bugged by the guy? So that's what they did. Um, there was a lot of promotion. Um, David, now this this made me laugh. I hope the person's okay though. So um, David was taken by Victoria to an in-store appearance at Woolworths in Oldham. Oh, random, random. Right. I used to work very near Oldham and it, a place to take somebody to generate extra publicity, <laughs> it is not. Um, depending on what kind of publicity you're wanting. No Although, harm to Oldham. 
I suppose the fact that he was a was he still with Man United at oh, the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. And but obviously, thought, you know, taking him to Oldham would maybe generate a few Man United fans. Maybe that was the thing. Kind of. Well, you know, it's funny because I feel like when I worked in Manchester, I worked on the side of the city where um, it would have been more of a Man City. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. But there were there were Man United fans there as well. But I always got the impression that like one side of the city was more mm-hmm. influenced by the other. I could be talking shit here, but that's what I thought. <laughs> you um, and your extensive football knowledge, you know, I, yep, I don't, yep, don't think you'd be yep, talking shit. Seen one match, <laughs> um, so I know a lot. Um, so Dan recalls that day, and he said it wasn't a great day. That we ran over a fan's leg. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Diva Victoria. I don't or like, know. Somebody ran over a fan in the car. Park. Oh my god! So, um, Ooh, Sue City. I mean, you got your <laughs> foot run over by a car. I did. Because I've had my foot run over. Do you know how foot. that feels hard. Well, not quite oh, the whole god. leg. I mean, <laughs> you can very easily end up with a broken leg. I was her leg on the road. Like, what did you do? Isn't I'm assuming it was a guard leg. Could have been a boy. I mean, clearly they did. My long legs. They didn't full on hit her, you know, with a car and then run over her leg. Like, why? Maybe, maybe she was doing a wee lying prostrate in the road of the car so they couldn't get away or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Maybe she oh, wanted a picture me. really badly <laughs> and she thought, I'll lie down the middle of the road, but she didn't know how ruthless they two are. <laughs> Sorry, uh, hon, who, your legs are getting it. <laughs> Out of my way. David, just keep going. <laughs> Move, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, but he remembers it not as a great day. So I'm sorry for laughing, oh. but just when I read that, I just thought, oh, no. Well, um, I, would, I would hope that running over a fan's leg is not a great day for any pop star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they had said as well, that they went on Undex Saturday or SMTV three times, three times to promote this song. Like oh they should have gone like every week or something. On, must have been back to back. Like, I know we had them last week, but the back again. <laughs> it's like, OK, guys, we're getting spoiled here. We're getting Dana Victoria three weeks to row. <laughs> so oh. great Jordy accent. And then they went on to Eurovision TV shows. And one particular interview was memorable. Dan says... We spoke to these gir- these German guys. Their sense of humour wasn't quite the same as ours. During the interview, I blurted something out and she wet herself literally in the chair. We had to stop so she could sort herself out in the bathroom. Who is she? They said German guys. I'm like, did Victoria piss her pants? That's what it sounds Probably like. not, but it's... Why would you tell that story about Victoria Beckham now? I know, well, then I'm not, it can't be her because I feel like she would be known as like, pissy pants or something like there'd be a, yeah. there'd be a, a nickname attached <laughs> it would have been picked up more by the press but like, yeah well, i don't know is he saying there's like maybe the german men didn't find him funny but the woman did or maybe he's saying guys he's just not like mm. he's just saying guys could have been a guy and girl but somebody emptied their bladder in oh, a way well. thanks for that dean need it to know yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I can just imagine their faces. God, I would love to see that interview. I'll maybe have to Google that again. I wish I'd been more prepared and I had probably gone and looked at that. They also said that they spent a lot of the time performing the song Under the Influence. <clears throat> well, were, whatever it takes to get you through. They would have been pissed. He said, we were pissed out of our brains. I don't think we ever performed when we weren't drunk. We got on trains all over the UK to various gigs and we were always on the vodka or champagne. <laughs> 
One time we were traveling to Newcastle and Victoria and I left first class to party with our dancers in another carriage. That's so Victoria, like she would definitely have her dancers and coach. Having um, to ming- mingle with the commoners, Uh, Music was being blasted out. It was one big party. A train guard came over and told us to pipe down, but Victoria just sweet-talked him, saying, have a drink with us. Um, We had to go on stage, and we were thinking, shit, we're drunk. Now, this is the bit I enjoy. I think I'll leave it at this now, um, Lauren, because I think I've talked for far too long. Um, We, as well as playing gigs all over the country, the pair also performed at Magalith's BCM nightclub. OMG. We've been there. We have been there. We have. Too young at the time for them, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a lot like we were there like five years later or something. Um, But yeah, I mean, that would have been a big deal. Could you imagine Mm -hmm. like the carnage it would have been if we had been there for that? Take my money right now. <laughs> How many nights to hear for? We I will been... attend everyone. <laughs> well, we were the losers that went to BCM, like because we were told, you know, you get freebies. And I yeah, think we were like, stuff. yeah, we got like Lilo's, a calendar. I got some kind of like a like a, a bag, like a sports bag. It was just pure shit. Tap. I, yeah, again, I just like... remember having a bag full of crap, and I mean, it, yeah. it was all crap. I, I don't yeah. think I took any of it even home with me from that holiday. <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, it was almost worse. like we were there for the free stuff and not for the for the drink, you know, yeah. like that's, and I used that bag to travel to and from uni with like clothes that needed to be washed as well. Mm. So I'd love to know where that bag is, actually. I don't think it lasted long. It probably fell apart not long after. Um, but yeah, so that's really all I have to say about that song. But I did enjoy reading some of those articles. Um, I mean, the, the fan leg is, is a highlight for me. Yeah. And I do hope they made a full recovery and that they didn't have to go through any reconstructive surgeries yeah. I hope that it was you know just cast on cast off <laughs> no questions asked no lawsuits um if, if the fan in, in question happens to be listening to this somehow some way yeah I mean were you given any compensation did you get any signed merch did you get to go to Man United matches like <laughs> that, there's so many things like yeah. you, could, you could easily be bought couldn't you I could mm-hmm. easily be bought if I got my leg run over and I had Dane, Victoria and David at my disposal yeah. I would have to take them to the cleaners but it wouldn't necessarily be like it could it would just be access do you know what I mean yeah. access all areas so yeah that's me Lauren I'll let you take over with Freak Me that was very good lots of interesting facts there I too have much not been aware of I would say if anything too much but um over to yourself, your good self. So I suppose we're, we're taking a wee step back, but only like two years back in yeah. time here to uh, take a look at um, Freak Me by Another Level. So Another mm-hmm. Level were active from 1995, which was when they were created. They are a British boy band with four members. So I have to admit that until researching this, literally the only member I could have named was Dean Bowers. Well, I think everyone <laughs> could agree with that, Lauren. The, uh, the other three are Mark Barron, Bobak Kianish, and Wayne Williams. And, I've heard uh, of Wayne Williams, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't know his name. I'd know which one he was in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and their style was described as soul and R&B influenced. Mm-hmm. So the group was originally conceived by these two executives who were establishing a new record label at the time called 
Northwest Side Records, bit of a mouthful. And it was a, a sub label of BMG based in the UK. Okay, yeah. And they had all BMG, I think, had also signed Jay Z's Rockefeller Records. So, bit of a connection there. Mm-hmm. And then because of uh, Northwest Side Records position as this urban sort of record label, um, a number of R&B and hip hop stars actually guessed it on another level songs, which I was not aware of, right. including Jay-Z and Ghostface Killer, among others. Who knew? Yeah, Does I definitely read mean? that at one point, yeah. <laughs> you got to that. So, yeah, 1995, they were created and you'd mentioned Dane being in the, the Brit school mm-hmm. performing arts and one of the other guys was as well, which is where they plucked them two from and then obviously found... Um, the other two members as well. So they had seven top 40 singles in two years and their debut uh, album, just called Another Level, was actually platinum selling. So they did well there on that first album. Um, Freak Me was the second single from the debut album and was released on the 6th of July, 1998. Did you know, because I did not, that Freak Me is a cover? No. Yep, there is. So the, the original Freak Me was released by an American group called Silk in 1993. Oh and my gosh. The Silk original version reached number one in America, but only number 46 in the UK. So obviously it was not did very you, well you known here. Did you listen to it, Lauren? I did listen to it, yes. Is it good? Is it worth I mean, listening to? It's literally the exact same song, but the Silk version, yeah, give it a listen. I would... I'm not very good at describing this, so I would describe the Silk version as more like melodic and not romantic, considering, you know, the contents of the song, but, you know, it's just a a much more chill, melodic version, whereas Mm -hmm. obviously the Another Level version is still a really slow tempo song, but maybe has a wee bit more of like a garage influence Mm -hmm. in it, you know, it's just a wee bit more a wee harsh element in there. I don't know how best to describe that. It, I mean, it literally is, they've, they've took the exact same song and gave it just a slight twist, you know, to make it more their style, I suppose, that bit mm-hmm. more urban, you know, mm-hmm. that they were aiming mm-hmm. for at the time. But there you go. I suppose it took the UK five years to be ready for Freak Me when never Silk mm-hmm. didn't chart with it the first time around. Yeah. So on to uh, the video itself. It opens with... A man in a suit holding a newspaper walking down the street and he seems to hear something. So he stops, kneels down on the pavement and puts his ear to the ground to listen. So what an he hearing. Then we have flashes of the, the four guys of another level in an elevator. And this is interspersed with the announcement, all systems go, all systems looking good. We're going to another level. Love it. A bit cheesy, but you know. That's exactly what it says on the tin, though, doesn't how, it? Yeah, well, how to announce yourself. <clears throat> That's one way. So as the song kicks in, then the elevator starts moving. The lights are flashing. There are clips of, like, Rottweiler dogs barking and, and generally looking a bit vicious. And uh, all this points to the group being underground as though being, you know, really secretive, a bit elusive. Then there's also a clip of someone in a hazmat suit hosing down the ground. Wasn't entirely sure why, but I mean, that's very relevant look for 2021, nonetheless. Mm. And then the guys are all leaning against the walls of this elevator, looking very sort of aloof and serious. And I suppose they're trying to aim for looking sexy and seductive here. 
mm-hmm. of raised chins, looking down the camera, you know, eyeing up the camera, that sort of thing. Uh, two of the guys are wearing like black shirts. One's a very shiny shirt, very silky looking shirt. Um, one's in a sleeveless vest top. And our boy, Dane, is in a, a black T-shirt with a navy jacket over the top. Loves a jacket, um, does Dane. Navy and black, wearing, mm-hmm, Bit of a, yeah, clash in the old colours. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes you can get outfits that have just those two colours exclusively. So how come yeah. that's okay? But, you know, so let's let's be fair to him here. And he didn't pick that outfit, so someone else needs to buy yeah, it. Someone, yeah, someone styled these boys. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think they changed these outfits throughout the duration of the video either. Mm-hmm. One look throughout. Then we see two men wearing dirty overalls and they have like hard hats with the torches on and their faces are covered in black dirt. I'm guessing it's supposed to be like soot. And Mm -hmm. the implication is that they're in a coal mine, Uh, Mm -hmm. in which case, you know, the another level lads are very overdressed for the occasion. (laughs) These two men, but they uh, also have safety, I would have thought will be a factor. Like, I mean, if you're in a coal mine, where's your helmet? Where's your helmet? Where's your canary? Maybe that's why the hazmat person was there hosing down the coal mine for them. But uh, so then the guys start walking through what seems to be an underground nightclub. They're surrounded by people dancing. And I guess they just use the coal miners elevator shaft. So hopefully they have them we cut of the takings, you know, for the use of this uh, whenever the miners are done at the end of the day. Maybe it was filmed in like like the Alloway Caves or the Marble Arch Caves or something. No they idea. Have, like, they would have some kind of a, a shaft of for elevators. They have. I mean, the implication is that there's a flipping coal mine underneath a busy street here because your man up above can hear. <laughs> Anything's <laughs> possible in a day in bars world. Yeah, okay. True. It's not Doesn't even like they're, they're not even saying it's like the London Underground tunnels or something. No, it's yeah, coal why mine. Not just do okay. that? Yeah. But is this so? Is this to try to perpetuate this idea, like a man with like, with like a vest on and a big pickaxe, is like every woman's fantasy? Is that kind of because I didn't get to watch the video? No, the, these men are it's literally just two men in like long navy overalls covered in oh, okay. dirt. They're not like they're not hot men in open a vest top, looking okay. a bit you know rugged yeah. and and covered in dirt. They're just two men, mm-hmm. literally with their overalls and torches. Um, so this this nightclub seems to have like proper lighting and everything there's also like masks on the walls there's like decoration and I don't mean like like a gas mask or something that you might need underground I mean like decorative like African style masks maybe I don't know bit of a random choice random video and then there's also two guys playing like I I don't know the proper term for them huge stand-up drums that look like a big Uh barrel you know with like a cover on it and uh, now the patrons in this this nightclub are really going for it. There is a bit of break dancing, lots of bump and grind going on. Mm-hmm. And as I was writing this down, it just made me think of that scene from uh, the movie Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, where the nightclub oh, manager yeah. is like, Another people favorite. come here to dance erotically. <laughs> <laughs> that is what these people are doing. They come to the underground club mm-hmm. to dance erotically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, there's even like, tips of, of guys doing like high kicks at each other and you know it's not entirely clear at one stage if they're breakdancing or kung fu fighting but you know they're going for it anyway and for Nothing anyone goes. who's maybe unaware of of the song or video like this song is pure filth it's slow lyrics. tempo yeah with very suggestive lyrics and like mm-hmm. I clearly remember this when it came out and I was only 11 at the time so mm-hmm. I would love to know 
if there were girls like in their teens or maybe even like early 20s at that time who were really into another level you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I can't think of anyone but um the song certainly lends itself to the bump and grind dancing that is going mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. I mean the lyrics they're obsessed with whipped cream it's mentioned I'm sure more than once mm-hmm. let obsessed with licking also let me lick you up and down until you say stop oh I thought it was let me look you up and down no, like in a judgy that, way no it's actually lick just me um and then hold on i'll get these up again let me look you up and down till you say stop yeah so it's definitely lick and gross for example what was the other bit that i thought oh lord yeah i love the taste of whipped cream spread it on don't be mean i mean i've got heartburn just thinking about it Um, I want to see your body drip. Come on, let me take a sip. Christ almighty, what is she, the bloody vanishing leg? <laughs> I don't I don't know what they're alluding to there. You know, we can um, only guess. We can only I mean, guess. I had to, I tried to do a keto diet for like, you know, I was all like, I'm doing this for January. Like, you know, it was going to be not easy, but like, like that was not that long a period of time. I think I lasted like 10 days but I love the fact that I could I could eat whipped cream like from the mm-hmm. can you know as like a <laughs> wee you know pick me up because it was keto friendly so yeah. I would just go to the fridge and be like <sighs> in the mouth <laughs> and then just put it back like nobody knew um but I was the only person that was eating it to be fair so that was fine so when I think of whipped cream I just think about my time on the keto diet and how miserable it was well, you know, at least uh, the, the shenanigans they're talking about are keto-friendly then, you know? Oh, well, yeah. It's a keto-friendly that. song, keto-friendly diet. Whereas I'd be like, is this dairy-free whipped cream? Because I can't. You'd be like, I mean, <laughs> does this have any sort of white fish in it? Does this have, for animals, oh, the process of this being placed in the can? Yeah. That'll be you. Are you, are you, are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? I'm vegetarian, but I, I do have like an intolerance now to dairy. So I try oh, and avoid geez. it if I can. Oh. Yeah. Um, that, that must be like quite, like be very hard for you to like do much. Do you feel like there's, there's still not good yes choice no. in I mean, supermarkets or going out to eat? Not that people can do that much anymore at the moment, but. I mean, I can, I can eat dairy, but it gives mm-hmm. me terrible heartburn. Like, it's, okay, okay. Um, if I eat like normal whipped cream with, with mm-hmm. a dessert, I can't eat it, but it will just mm-hmm. give me heartburn afterwards. Yeah. Or um, same with like dairy milk chocolate, it gives me mm-hmm. terrible heartburn. Can you, um, can you, what could you eat for sweets though? Like, what would it be? Well, you I know can, you like that Ben and Jerry's, that, do they have like a vegan? Yeah, they have ben a vegan ice cream, which is good. You can get um, dairy free cream as well, which is grand, mm-hmm. but. As are a bit, you know, if and when. It depends if they have it or not. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. like Ben and Jerry's Mufuria. They have like a low fat um, oh, or calorie it. one. And it's actually very nice. I would recommend that one. Anyway, sorry. No, you're okay. So uh, we went off on a whipped cream tangent there. Thanks yeah. to another level's lyrics. Or sorry, <laughs> Silk's lyrics, I suppose. The original. Really a boy song. band or a girl band? Boy band. Okay. Definitely give it a listen after this. I recommend because oh, well. it was just such a shock to my system that uh, mm. it had been released prior to this. So the members of the group are shown in the video either walking through like a crowd of people that are all dancing around, or they're just like positioned throughout the club. 
maybe sitting down or leaning against the brick walls. And it's all very intense stares at the camera and slow-mo movement. So, Is this like when you go for a walk at Kelly's? <laughs> well, you end up slumped against the wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going people, like when people go missing, you know, but these yeah. four decide to go missing together. Yeah, they're just taking themselves off. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would assume like during the filming of these kind of clips that they probably lip, would have had to lip sync to a slightly sped up version of the song mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. then it would be slowed down for effect in the yes. video. That's really the vibe that I'm getting from just their, their movements and everything. And I mean, it's really repeat these clips to fade until the end of the video, at which point the dogs make a reappearance. So they're shown like barking and running down the empty tunnels of this place. Why are there always tunnels in my videos so far? And uh, then at the very end, the dogs are running through what seems to be the now empty nightclub because it's got the same lights. And they run past a figure. And I can't be sure who this is meant to be because it's just like a silhouette. But it, it looks like a naked person wearing massive boots. And like they could either have like Afro hair or like Princess Leah hair going mm-hmm. on or maybe even wearing some sort of hat or headpiece it's not entirely mm-hmm. clear and I just thought it was it added a really strange element to that closing scene of the video I was just like who is this who's that meant to be gosh so have have a look and tell me what you think we after, need Dan because to explain that to us don't we it genuinely looks like a naked person okay like a slim naked person and wearing massive boots and by massive I don't mean high I mean like you know like really big Uggs or something like really mm-hmm. wide boots mm-hmm strange but that's how the video ends so um you anything in the films, comments do you know i didn't even look at about the comments the person, no. about no, i didn't say about the person hold on have we looking just in case see if we've got anything interesting going on there so someone has commented ali g in the house i'm not sure why they're referencing ali g in this mm-hmm. i don't didn't see him in the video I got pregnant listening to this and I'm a heterosexual oh, male. <laughs> oh, Jakers. Oh, so like he watched it and he's now the first pregnant male. Is that That's it? Me. Wow. The video has absolutely nothing to do with the song. <laughs> well, could you imagine? It would be way... Uh, I mean, if Cardi B oh, was singing yeah. this song, Christ of Almighty. She, she would do it justice, I'm sure. She would do it justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1998, OMG, yes, yeah, so nasty. 2020, excuse me, is this whipped cream vegan? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Can relate. <laughs> Back when music was so good that offensive content don't even matter. I was listening to this when I was 12 with my parents in the living room. Oh my God. Um, and yeah, just a few comments about how people didn't realise when they were younger just how mm-hmm. dirty this song was. Mm-hmm. This was the first single I ever bought. I was 11 and didn't know what it meant. <laughs> You know what? That's like I remember when I was fourteen and I bought Eminem's Marshall Mathers album, and mm. my mom was like, "Could see the wee parental advisory <laughs> sticker," and she was like, "Are you sure you're okay to listen?" To this? Like she's asking me, yeah. "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." And she was just like, "All right then." God, there was me on holiday <laughs> getting a whole I new mean, education. Yeah, me and you would have been getting the album then around the same time, and as someone. Yeah, it was a, a real jumping into the deep end, going from the likes of Westlife to Eminem. So there we go. Yeah, yeah quite the spectrum. <laughs> we certainly, uh, yeah, got our eyes opened, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. So someone five years ago commented, Jesus Christ, they are so hot. 
So a few, few phones here of another level. <laughs> Jakers, crackers. There's definitely, Ali G must have alluded to this at some stage because so many people have commented that Ali G brought them there. I don't get that reference right. at all. Is it in but, the movie, uh, Ali G in the House? Because that, that's his film. That was his first film. Did he do we- two films? Whether I I've just... even watched that, I do not know. I I'm embarrassed to say I definitely did watch that. <laughs> I didn't go to see it in the cinema, I wouldn't have been old enough probably, but... I remember it one Christmas as well. I got like an Ali G book. It was called, it was like an annual and mm-hmm. I would have been probably 14 maybe. And I'd say there was, it was like a hardback. Um, it was called The Gospel According to Ali G. And I still have it. It's really funny. Uh, an aunt of mine got it for me. You can probably guess who. And <laughs> there was like a section at the back and it was illustration. And it was, it was called The Joy of Bonin. Oh, and well. just illustrations of Ali G with different ladies oh like in God. different places and I like still like I mean I just thought it was really funny but it's really funny like being like to my aunt like remember you gave this to me and the mother <laughs> like did you have no idea like you thought this was quite like maybe just oh she, I think she likes him you know like yeah, this will be funny like so so explicit I'll have to show oh, you God. whenever um, Pondery plays over yeah we'll definitely be interested in seeing that um, I'll yeah. just close close off then with you mentioned earlier that um another level nearly signed up for the big reunion mm-hmm. so that was in august 2013 the band mm-hmm. almost go back together for this itv2 documentary show uh, called the big reunion but wayne williams announced that he wouldn't take part so in an interview apparently he said he decided not to participate in the big reunion because it wouldn't feel right he was in a totally different space in his life and he didn't feel the need to look back so Burn there from Wayne oh, Williams. And then apparently former member Mark was by then working for Alan Sugar's company and apparently was forced to pull out because Alan Sugar wouldn't allow him the time off work. Tight, like what a dick. Just <laughs> let him go and like relive his youth. Like he must have been a really like you know, a really important clog, clog, oh, clog in that oh, machine, you know, mm-hmm. that he was like, now you're staying here. <laughs> so uh like, because of all those things freak me. Because of all this, Dean Bowers was the only member to take part in the show, and he was then made into part of a supergroup called mm-hmm. Fifth Story, along with Kenzie from Blazing Squad and former soloists Adam Rickett, Kavanagh, and Garth Gates. What a supergroup that is. I think I remember watching that, and Kavanagh was really annoying for them all. Like, he was the most awkward, like, he wouldn't show up for rehearsals, he just have a pretty shit attitude. I wonder what that was on ITV, I think, but I'd say YouTube will definitely have some of it. I think to my memory, which I'm probably wrong, but I feel like I have a vague memory of like Kavanaugh. He wasn't, I don't know if he was going through a good time in his life at the time, potentially, if he'd signed up for it and it was like, you know, when you agree to do something at the mm-hmm. time and then when it comes around, you're like, oh, I actually really don't want to do this. But he'd signed the contract, he'd, you know, sold the soul of the devil. And uh, I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even tell you what Calvin was saying at the height of his fame. I can make you feel good. Oh my God, that's him, right? From like someone from the 70s. I think that was his only good song. His only song that I can remember. But I remember mm-hmm. he was like a heartthrob. I wasn't I wasn't into it. I was a bit young at that stage. But I just remember, remember that detail, Lauren. That, that mm-hmm. was the only song I could recall. Well, so yeah. There we go. So that is... That has been a hell of a deep dive into sort of another level of the environment. I don't, think, so <laughs> I don't like, like 
it's just he's always had this pull on us. We don't know why. You know, it's there's just we, something there. <laughs> we are the first and deputy first ministers of the Dean Bars Appreciation yes. Society, and that has been the case for a number of years. Like we have referred to ourselves as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just you know enjoy whatever he's up to. Um, you know, right? Okay, so what he's DJing in Dubai. Like you know, if 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 he was ever doing a night somewhere here like I think we'd have to go for the crack you know oh and he my better God, do, yes. like he better do like you know pictures with like fans um, <laughs> meet and totally greet beforehand the, I don't know how much then he would charge I don't know I'm sure they all charge at least mm. 100 plus oh no but like yeah probably do appear but like you know when you mm-hmm. have to pay for like extra access for like pictures or whatever um, oh I don't know I'd say he'd set it I think what 15 quid maybe worth it <laughs> Worth it. If he was going to go any more than that, I would, I would think twice. So if, mm-hmm. if he's listening to this, Lauren, which I'm sure he <laughs> is, um, just know like £15 is your limit. Yeah. And we would be there. Absolutely. We would be good. there with bells on and maybe mm-hmm. a Dean Bars t-shirt for the occasion, you know. Yeah, with bugging written on it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally um, shouting bugging. Yeah, I would do, he'd, <laughs> his head would be done in, just people shouting bugging and it'll be us. Like Instead that of- time... Instead of saying cheese for the pictures, it'd be like, yeah, okay, oh God, everybody yeah, say like, bugging. Everybody say bugging. Oh, dear. Well, I enjoyed that, Lauren. That was good. Me too. Another fun, another fun way to put in the evening. A real sort of left turn from the, I suppose, sort of bigger, maybe like American artists to all of a sudden mm-hmm. being involved yeah. in another level. I don't but, know. Yeah, absolute popular. departure. <laughs> I don't know how popular they would have been in anywhere outside the UK, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, there we go. You've maybe learned something today if you didn't hear of them already. Yeah, and definitely go listen to the songs because, you know, it's all about the music, guys. Mm-hmm. They were certainly of their time. I mean, definitely. although to be fair, like going down this sort of hole, I was training today and listening to Freak Me, you know. You have a re- you have such a wide range and selection of music you listen to yeah. in your training like it could be Slipknot one day Britney Spears <laughs> the next day like well like today I literally went from Slipknot at the you know sort of top set of deadlifts and then all of a sudden I was listening to um what's called Savage Garden Crash and Burn <laughs> so that's a true I, I would have to listen to stuff that's quite up tempo like you know I would have to have a playlist that was gonna like motivate me through whereas you're mm. quite happy to listen to a ballad in the middle of your training well I, I prefer slower stuff when I'm benching I don't like mm. it. it's gonna get me like too hyped up so mm-hmm. I prefer yeah maybe like more pop or slower stuff yeah. for bench um, and yeah. so that's when I had another level on today um, mm-hmm. and I mean I've now had like Christina Millian on of late and stuff yes. just stuff now that we're listening to is creeping its way into mm-hmm. my everyday <laughs> playlists so, yeah, infiltrate your whole life now. Not complaining, like it's definitely um, bringing back, you know, a few of the classics from mm-hmm, back, in, mm-hmm. back in the day. Well, we will go and think about who we'll have next. I don't know if we'll feature one person for a whole episode again for a wee while. I think mm-hmm. that's only reserved for very, very special people. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll, we'll go back to see about what else we can do um, mm-hmm. for the next one. Yes. So, yeah, thanks for that, Lauren. Thank you as well. All right. Well, sure. We'll leave it there. We hope everybody enjoyed that. And let us know um, if you thought it was good or brilliant. <laughs> Those are the only 
two yeah. options. Um, I feel like we haven't even said at the end of any of these so far. Um, like, please subscribe, is you know, whatever yeah, your, yeah, yeah. whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening to this on, you know, it'd be much appreciated if you would subscribe and give us a wee rating, good rating, preferably. It's a, even if it's a bad rating, give it five stars and then moan in the comments, you know, yeah. just be decent. Yeah, we would really enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, to be fair, is the podcast that nobody asked for, but we're totally. actually giving you this anyway, because we're yeah. so generous. We're just two more women with something to say, and we think you need yes. to hear it. <laughs> yes, this is very important information, people. Um, In the middle of a panny day, you need yes. to know these things. You need the light-heartedness of this nonsense to get you through that I do that's for sure mm-hmm. you know um, what Lauren do you know what made me feel like uh, whatever like so you want like would love good ratings for this or whatever you know uh, Captain Sir Tom got shit from people if Captain did. Sir Tom is getting shit do you know what I mean like that's mm-hmm. my bench like that's oh, my, oh, my benchmark for exactly do you know what I mean so yeah if you're a person that doesn't just want to have fun then there you go <laughs> no more to say about it yeah so okay if you do want to have fun you can follow us on instagram yeah, at video chat podcast facebook page as well video chat podcast so if you want to follow those you'll probably get wee snippets of like what we're going to be talking about in the next episode we'll maybe release a few wee snippets from certain videos that we enjoyed you know uh-huh. share with share with the people because yeah. no doubt there are many so far that i would like to share from these few songs alone that we've done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah keep up to date with what's going on on there cool. so let's Brilliant. let's wrap it up let's wrap thanks. her up thanks for listening everyone bye. Talk to you next time bye bye, bye.